Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the premiere episode of season two of Barry. The show must go on, probably. Written by Alec Berg and Bill Hader. Directed by Hiro Murray. I enjoyed this episode. There were a few laugh out loud moments. It definitely recontextualized in <laughs> crystal clear format just exactly who Barry Berkman truly is and Noho Hank who is the the NVP of season one steps out and will not allow himself to be disrespected and that was probably one of my favorite scenes of the show is when he put Barry in his place you can't get rid of me, bitch. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going no fucking where. Before we do jump into the recap and review, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Apple, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever good podcasts can be found, do me a favor, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback for Barry or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. So it's been a few weeks after Moss has disappeared. We start the episode with Barry coming onto the stage and we don't, we're not aware of this. I'll talk about the Cleveland, Ohio story at the end because I think that all ties in together. But Barry is very aggressively trying to get everyone to be excited about dress rehearsal for opening night to one of their comedy shows despite the fact that Gene just yesterday had a mental breakdown due to being very grief-stricken and a little bit in denial over the loss of Moss. IBS boy gonna be like I think it was because of my performance he was screaming Janice Janice yeah I'm pretty sure it was my performance (laughs) Uh, he gets everyone despite them saying we're not down for this and that you're not a director so you can't just assume the position of director for this show Uh, he gets them to go and try to do the dress rehearsal so it's left up to sally to try to make him see sense and she says look bear she calls him a few names bear bear care care bear i don't even know i don't even want to know but she tries to get him to to understand that Jean is not in the right mental place she's like oh we don't know that she died you know we don't know what actually happened to her he pretty much comes off like a sociopath right he isn't at all concerned about the disappearance of Moss or the fact that he killed her he's mostly concerned about the success of his career and all of his reactions 
even in season one was leading up to this like he would hear something going on in his assassin's life and he'd be like oh but then when there's something that's a revolving the acting class he's like oh man uh you know it really affects him and it's playing into his narcissism i believe and so uh he doesn't pick up on the fact that his own girlfriend is saying i need to process janice like this comedy that i picked out and you're like this is for you like i don't want this <laughs> i'm genuinely sad about the death of most likely of janice because of how loach later on sums up what they believe is the most logical conclusion to what happened but he just dismisses it and says well if it if we don't do it then it's all for nothing and he doesn't clarify that statement before kissing her on the forehead you fucking psychopath and it's sad to see because i really did like janice i don't hate um barry i think that he is a product of what he has been made into being and unfortunately it's too late to try to i think they played with the idea season one but i think after the chris episode it was clear that barry when it comes to himself and the right thing he's always going to choose himself and that is too far ingrained into him for him to ever be a character with quote-unquote redemption i think that he has decided on the thing that makes him happy and now he's stuck with the thing that he was trying to get away from and it is due to his own his own decisions in regards to what unfolded unfortunately between the chechens and himself he also didn't know when to let go of fuchs the same way he didn't know when to let go of taylor he should have got rid of both of them axed it and moved on with his life but unfortunately did i already say that word i feel like i did three times already (laughs) i'm not going back to listen to the tape so he uh is called out on this later on because sally's like what did you mean by that and he continues to brush it aside twice she's like i know that there's something that you're hiding from me she seems rather intuitive but still like this episode is probably one of the few episodes in which i truly wasn't bothered by her (laughs) at all i i got who she was the comedy behind it it was the same critique i was given in season one like i'm okay with this understanding that this is not meant to be this type of character but i wish it would be performed with a little bit more finesse towards the comedic side and i think this episode they they nailed it for me because she still was believable uh as a person but still the same (laughs) you know sociopath that she is because it all leads to barry going to gene's house first and when he gets there loach is there he's talking about the investigation they believe that the chechens pretty much got her away from his property and then killed her they don't feel any need to look for the bodies like this is what they do and so they haven't even searched the woods around gene's cabin 
and so he thinks that she could possibly either be out there still alive or worse just out there dead and abandoned and not found and this is often what haunts people the most about the loss of a loved one is when you cannot it's why it's so important why they make deals with criminals to find where the bodies are buried so that they can have that closure and not be haunted by all of that what if because that can drive someone absolutely insane when the police leave basically saying we're closing the book on this investigation and i'm surprised i thought loach was a good friend of of moss but it feels as if he has uh maybe that that was a little too because then when i think about it he was so eager and she was the one that was like no something's going on her sense was correct and he was the one that was like yeah let's just move on from this investigation there's nothing else to find so um maybe i gave him it's my fault for giving him too much credit for that when they leave barry pretty much goes well we had dress rehearsal and i just want to know when you're coming back and gene tries to convey to him that he is feeling very depressed that he's in a dark place that he's considered this gift of a prop gun uh and have thought have of killing himself several times today and barry has absolutely no empathy sympathy emotional outburst to that at all it's just more like when can you be back to do the thing that i need you to do because that's what i need in my life right now and all of what you're going through that doesn't matter to me whoa that's like fucking mean so of course gene trying his best to make him feel like an animal like a human being a type of animal (laughs) tells him get the fuck out my house apparently barry works with sasha now at her spa type of swimwear store i feel like out of all the places but then again he doesn't i mean he's a marine i feel like he can get a job anywhere (laughs) this is america so this is what i think he just found something that was easily accessible but i felt in season one sally said he could get a job at the she could get him a job at the bar easy so i expected him to work there but instead he's working at the store and he's also imitating her accent they didn't have a lot of scenes so this was a little comical just to see them mocking each other and him you know because he's trying to study her for a character and then she's like you could play an australian he's like i would never play an australian i'm not going into it right now but i would never play an australian (laughs) so it feels like there's beef there but she's annoyed by the fact that he is he doesn't know what he's doing he's swiping cards he's making both of them look like assholes and she's like i need you to rein your crazy in just a little bit in the business you deal with crazies i guess in la y'all just deal with crazies more on an often basis that this is not a fireable offense (laughs) because after the fourth time he swiped that card i assure you that would have been a fireable offense uh but maybe she's the manager there i don't know but she said i got you a job working here so i would not mm, maybe maybe but uh 
yeah i just found barry most of this episode so very tuned out tone deaf and at his height i think his peak of being and thinking that he is superior and he forgot where he came from and that's also what happens a lot when people (laughs) get a little bit of recognition get a little bit of anything under their belt they all of a sudden think they're in a different category can judge because in this scene he's approached by noho hank again we'll get to the bolivian story last but noho hank is approaching him in a disguise tries to act like they don't know each other being considerate of the fact that this is a person with a life that probably doesn't want me uh coming into his life telling him what i'm telling him but i'm going to try to make this as easy and inconspicuous as i possibly can can you help me with these shorts uh those are women's he's like shit uh barry goes over and he's like what's what's the fucking wig i know who you are what the fuck do you want and he's like so you know when i saved your life about goran's men tipping you off about save you know going to kill you um and then you kill them so my family they want the person responsible for that and i didn't want to snitch on you because i thought we were friends and instead i said that this burmese bitch named esther was responsible so i need you to kill her and then we're all good however he tells him to get the fuck out of his face because he's a fucking idiot and walks away what kind of bullshit is this that's when i knew barry was on one because no i get that you are trying to distance yourself from that but you also like you you keep forgetting that you left things in rather like basically you got to where you was going because you didn't have to get out of this mess you could have walked the fuck away and you should have walked away you came back and decided to take out the chechens you could have let fuchs get what fuchs had coming to him and went on about your life but you didn't and now that connects you back like what it it is a little silly that you thought this would just go away and it's the same thing with the whole janice situation he really thinks that it's just gonna go away why isn't everybody moved the fuck on because he doesn't linger on the tragedies even though it's him talking about his tragedies that allows for the acting class to be saved because i was not sure how this was gonna go down so opening night begins everyone is unhappy (laughs) that gene is not there even though he assured everyone that he talked to them and he said he would be there gene does show up he tells everyone that the show is canceled and the only person that's fucking surprised is barry no no fucking no more why barry keeps mimicking gene's words back about how how this is supposed to be therapy for them and i think that he truly wants that to be the case but i think that it's a way for him to process without having to take responsibility 
Uh, that's going to be interesting to explore in the coming episodes. Uh, but he opens up about the first person that he killed while he was in the military. And this show of emotion from him inspires Gene to think that maybe he is, in fact, uh, changing life, doing the work if he's able to get someone like Barry to open up and show true acting skill. And so he decides not to shut the class down. Everyone's rallying around Barry. He asks Sally after she thanks him for opening up and thanks him for saving a class uh, if she'll be there. And she's like, yeah, well, I got this other thing. But after yoga and then this other thing after that, yeah, sure, I'll be there. Liar, liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. After everyone walks away, he goes right up to to know who Hank who's standing by his car. And he's like, I'm not here in any disguise. And he repeats, yeah, I know. What the fuck am I doing here? You disrespected me. I saved your life. Do you not understand that they want someone responsible? And that if I choose to, I can give them you who is responsible? Why do you think that for some reason I'm your bitch when... I am not. I am here to tell you, I'm not asking you to do shit. (laughs) You're going to kill Esther, and I don't look like a fucking idiot now, do I? I I, I just, he's like, I I don't know what. And I like that Barry was put right back in his, right back in his shit like don't come at me in some type of way because you think oh you're now an actor you're better than me you're just like me and i thought we had at least an understanding a mutual you know i did you a favor <laughs> i laughed when he said i told you to get out to the dodge <laughs> and he realized it's like you 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 hurt me man that was absolutely uncalled for he's like do you not understand that if shit goes down all the shit that you got around you because he said my family would have tore up this city and burned it to the ground looking for you and you you just walked away thinking that was it no now let's go to the whole hank and the bolivians they are in a very great relationship particularly noho hank and crystal at least they're seeing themselves as a great partnership they play volleyball (laughs) one is good at packaging one is good at redelivering he thinks it's a perfect match he sends an email to his uh to his chechens to barty is that his name or batir that's better he sends to Batir and says there's no reason for us to go against the Bolivians we totally got everything totally fine and he talks about the they talk about Cristobal leading lectures and how he wants all of the crime families to get a little bit of piece of McDonald's (laughs) so then they can make a franchise of McDonald's and everybody's happy he's got this kumbaya 
crime family we all family type of thing going on that he's preaching and he's got the bolivians and the chechens thus far on board and now he wants to bring into the enterprise esther esther is a they say she was burmese i'm pretty sure she said she was as a head of the burmese burmese cartel and they can provide things like heroin and muscle things that would help them out because the chechens are not fighters despite no hank talking about they are well i know they're not we end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there basically no hank is jealous even when esther takes a knife and puts it through her hand like this is how strong we are crystal's like i don't know why we can't see the best of this he's gonna uh she's gonna split it 50 50 he's just like this is a win-win i don't get it there was like a look when they were playing volleyball what's that all about seems to care a lot about not barry my apologies no hank cares a lot about his family he then gets a call from batir and batir's like what the fuck because they send him in the mail because he's given he's like who wants these coupons <laughs> he um i didn't get to write down the great dialogue this episode it kind of sucks but he gets a bullet in the mail which is something he invented from the book from his family being like what in the hell why are you playing with the bolivians when they kill goran you're supposed to uh get rid of his killer he's like but the bolivians didn't kill goran but i know who did and because he wants to get rid of esther because he doesn't want him fucking up what he and Crystal got going on uh esther must die so barry has to kill her this is going to be interesting very interesting because he also doesn't want christopher to know that he's trying to kill esther because <laughs> christopher really wants to he's like did you read this book because esther apparently also read the book he said like, you gave me a lot of books it's gonna take like some time <laughs> then we get the loach and may of it all i like may she got a little starstruck when she was in jean's house but loach has hired a new hitman and this hitman is a dumbass because he goes into an apartment an apartment mind you where it was comical that the dude was just at the door <laughs> and he kept having a conversation with someone else like why do you always change like why can't you put it on pause i think this is a power thing with you before he shoots him with a shotgun because that's not inconspicuous at all and then he misses the other guy and they stare at each other for five seconds longer than that other guy should have ever stared there i would have just jumped out of the fucking window or something i don't know but he gets uh deaded then he goes to get the safe open and he has the wrong combination (laughs) instead of calling his handler for possibly the correct combination 
he uh leads the police and everyone to his motel room where his handler fuchs is with the person that uh had hired him hired him only to get what was in the safe and not to murder anyone and so he throws himself out of a window it's like fuck this and he lands right directly on a police car and because it's cleveland ohio i guess i don't know or maybe just because it's the police an excessive amount of gunshots go out because they kill the one dude <laughs> when he opens the door and he's like you didn't give me the right combo <laughs> and then like 25 shots rang out then another 50 he's like hold your fire jesus christ and so fuchs is arrested and tries to pretend like he was a a hostage in the whole situation he's brought into the police station and he's like you can't get my dna because you ain't got a court order oh well you just drank this pepsi and discarded it even though they did very inconspicuously just take it off the table they didn't say he was done with it and they got his dna but it was to show how stupid he is and don't watch tv for all of your knowledge on anything really uh so dna is matched to a missing tooth because he left that tooth i knew that was gonna come back in goran's garage that information may gives to loach and she's like we should go down there and talk to him he's like yeah uh, i don't care what you have to say and dismisses her loach then uses this because he's like cleveland ohio not many people are from that specifically shitty place i hate it here and it goes right back to barry block you go on barry block's facebook page it goes directly to chris it was brought up that uh i missed this that he has actually been on chris's facebook showing condolence and memories and keeping up with all the shit that's been going on wow (laughs) that's a whole other level i know it's it's smart in a way because you know you can't just not stop talking to someone but then again why would you i mean it is someone who recently came back into your life but they're old war but yeah i don't know i don't know if it's just simply keeping up because i feel like with this day and age there are plenty of people that i stopped talking to on facebook or we unfriend and i ain't talked to in a while and if something happened to happen then (laughs) it would only be coincidence and not necessarily everyone on the thing to connect with um i don't know i think it's more than that uh but i will we'll see we'll see i think it's yet to be um, it's something i have in the back of my head when i think about barry and his psyche because there's still uh, and bill it's a testament to bill Hader and his acting there's still a lot that makes me empathize with the guy but i i am not unaware of exactly what kind of monster that we're dealing with and i think being back into a corner unfortunately it just wasn't gonna go away i think that if he really wanted to change 
he would have to stop <laughs> he would have to give up he can't just say i want to start over there's no such thing as starting over particularly in a criminal underworld and uh with the killing of moss particularly because everything up to that point i think you can make a good case for uh but i think uh the killing of moss is really even chris i i I keep forgetting chris i think the killing of chris and moss in particular back to back i think those are some very definitive lines that i'm still consciously aware of when i'm assessing you know who he is and who he's growing because he is growing He, he he showed he could open up about the war in this episode so it shows that he is breaking down some of those barriers is causing him to become a better actor but at what cost and then what is the truth of that story because i'm keeping that story in the back of my head thinking sometimes uh particularly people that are sociopaths can be unreliable narrators (laughs) very unreliable so that's the whole esther and noho hank situation detective loach realizes with the lipstick camera footage that it's barry and what he intends to do with that i do not know but it doesn't seem as if it's on the up and up because it's episode one (laughs) so either barry kills him or he is going to utilize barry in some way fashion for his own or i don't know i'm not sure maybe he thinks barry can lead him to the chessions but still moss was his partner i'd see that really uh, i don't see him bringing him in that anything above board doesn't feel (laughs) and he was on the phone and he was talking about may had me cracking up she's like it's so hard when you have a kid oh you guys did have a kid he is going through a divorce and his wife told him to get an attorney so maybe maybe he decides to have barry handle his situation oh that would be fucked up no but uh something i don't know it seemed like he wanted her back though that's why i don't i don't think he would do that but oh didn't he mention that uh, i didn't catch the name she was with someone else maybe that's but what does that accomplish then again when you're going through a messy divorce that could be i don't know it could be a few things but i know it can't possibly be barry goes into be questioned about moss's death because as stated prior it's episode one i think we covered all bases really good episode did i give it a score i don't think i did uh nine out of ten i look forward to the next episode if you want to send the feedback once again blackercouch at gmail.com my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease blacker magic